very gospel. <laughs> and yet, this passage was of crucial importance to the early Christian community. And if we take a look at the past Sundays of Luke's gospel, the parables that we've had, the stories that Jesus has told, it's constantly being a shattering of expectations. The first shall be last. The last shall be first. Those who are in places of honor may be asked to go to the back. And those who are in the back may be led to places of honor. The parable of Lazarus, the wedding banquet, the parable of the talents, the prodigal son, the lost sheep, the lost coins. All of them are trying to help us understand what Jesus is bringing about in his kingdom. For the people of Jesus' day and time, the idea of the Messiah was that here's the rescue person. When God sends the Messiah, now everything will be okay. The Messiah will come. He'll wipe out the Roman Empire. He'll wipe out injustice, oppression, slavery, famine, hunger, and everything will be raised up and God's people will be on top of the mountain. And everything will be happily ever after. That was the expectation. And Jesus' first shattering of that expectation is when instead of overthrowing the world and the government and everything in it, he is crucified by it and seemingly destroyed. And the miracle of Easter Sunday happens when suddenly we realize everything Jesus was trying to convey to us, that the kingdom of God cannot be destroyed, cannot be overcome, cannot be oppressed, cannot be destroyed. As Jesus rises from the dead, he rises beyond the power of evil to destroy or harm or damage anything of God. The rest of the parables are trying to get us to understand what is this kingdom of God about that Jesus is talking about. And for the early Christian community, they began to understand after the resurrection what it meant to follow Christ. That it was a faith within themselves that it was a faith they were called to be true to. 
Yes, they were called to evangelize and spread the word of God. But they weren't necessarily called to win the battle in terms of conquering the world. And that may sound strange to say. But what Jesus is saying in the gospel today is helping them to understand that what it means to follow me does not mean that we're on top, we won, and we'll conquer every evil, and everything will be over, and no one can touch us. And so for the early Christian community, when they began to be persecuted because they were different, they were believing that this man Jesus actually died and rose from the dead, and they began to worship him, and they would get together in secret because of the persecutions. They wanted to be part of the community. They wanted to remain Jews and the like. And yet, what happened was that fear, politics, chaos, evil began to suspect and little by little brothers, fathers, relatives, friends were turning over their loved ones to the courts, to the synagogues, to be persecuted and sometimes even put to death. And this prophecy by Jesus in Luke's gospel is helping the people understand that what they're going through is not the failure of God. It's not the failure of their faith. It's not the failure of Christianity. But it's the reality of good and evil in our world. That the kingdom of God is not something that is brought about instantly in our world by converting everyone to Christianity. But rather, kingdom of God has to start within our hearts, within our soul. That the kingdom of God is something that can't be bought or purchased. It's not acquired by honor or recognition or prestige our prosperity, that the kingdom of God is something that we know to be true in our hearts. And that was the believers of the early Christian community. They knew that to be true in their hearts. That despite everything, the words that Jesus said were the way, the truth, and the life. And their responsibility was first and foremost 
to persevere in that faith, to witness it boldly in the face of evil, just as Jesus did when his life in the face of evil. And so the gospel were a way of challenging the expectations of people in the early Christian community. Of resetting those expectations from presuming that God's going to somehow come down and make everything right, right now. To the fact that God has made something right here in my heart. And no power on the face of the earth can destroy that or take that away. That is the gift of faith. That I trust that. That I believe that. That I know that in my heart to be true. That no matter what happens, there is no power on the face of this earth that can take that away. Oftentimes, we as Christians, especially in this country where we enjoy so many freedoms and where our men and women who have served in the military have fought for and defended for our sake, and we thank you for that service, especially as we honored Veterans Day this past week. We live in a country where it's almost this expectation or assumption that if we just get the right number of people elected, the right people elected, the right decisions made, the right people in power, that somehow we can gain control over this whole world and make it Christian. And the truth is, what Jesus is saying is that no. There will be experiences of evil, of violence, of resistance, of misunderstanding, of brokenness, of sin. And the importance is not so much how we are able to control the rest of the world. But how do we persevere in our faith? How do we continue to bear witness? It doesn't mean that we don't fight for justice. That we don't stand up for the poor and the needy. that we don't give of ourselves to try to make this place a better place. But it's not to somehow conquer all evil in the world as much as it is to wear witness and to give of ourselves what it means to be Christian. 
what it means to believe in Jesus Christ. This faith community of St. Albert the Great is a wonderful community. I love every opportunity I have to be here with you all. Your commitment to, to faith, to liturgy, to prayer, to good works, that's witnessing the kingdom of God. And what Jesus is saying to us today is that when we witness the kingdom of God, we are winning. No matter how it looks on the scoreboard of the world. We can take a look at, you know, these results and these results. But where the winning happens is within the heart and soul of each and every one of us. And that's what Jesus touches every time we celebrate this Eucharist. Because we celebrate what we believe is true. That not only did Jesus Christ suffer, die, and rise from the dead, but that he is with us even now. That he is present in this body and blood of the Eucharist. That he is feeding us and nurturing us. So the message for today is that we not be discouraged by the world and everything negative going on. That we not be overwhelmed by catastrophes, but we see them as opportunities for charity and for response. We see them as opportunities to bear witness to who we are and what we believe, whether or not the rest of the world believes. We seek to inspire faith rather than to try to somehow dominate the world and make it so. And that's what's important, that we are nourished by the body and blood of Christ, and Christ lives in us. And if Christ lives in us, then just as he, in the face of the most horrific experience of evil, could suffer, die, and not be destroyed, then the message to us is that we who live in Christ too shall persevere. That nothing can take that away from us. Nothing can steal that. Nothing can rob us of that. We may not be able to change other people, but we can bear witness to what it is that we remain faithful to.